Jesus Christ. <laughs> I never broke into a car, never hotwired a car, kid. I never broke into a trunk. I shall not cause harm to any vehicle nor the personal contents thereof, nor through inaction let that vehicle or the personal contents thereof come to harm. It's what I call the repo code, kid. Don't forget it. Etch it in your brain. Not many people got a code to live by anymore. Hey, look, look at that. Look at those assholes over there. Ordinary fucking people. I hate them. Me too. What do you know, kid? See, an ordinary person spends his life avoiding tense situations. Repo man spends his life getting into tense situations. Let's go get a drink. The Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. What's up, Gabe? Hey, Ben. Are we on? Are we live? We must be because there's an Iron Maiden album behind you. Oh no! Another one. That's the trick. Can you see? I can see one out of two of those albums. The other one is like Slayer. It is Slayer. Hi, wow! You can see that. Yeah, I can see. Well, I can see the logo. I can't even see the logo, but sure you can. It's right up there. You can't miss it. Rain and blood on vinyl. That's right. right. Bought in '86. I think it's 26 minutes, both sides total. Yeah, it's almost like an EP. Yeah, because uh, it's such it. The music is so dense and heavy. They wanted it to sound as good as possible, so they knew that they had to make the record as short as possible. That's possible. That was before everybody got into doing everything as a double album with like two songs on each side of a fucking. Are you talking about Metallica? <laughs> do they do that? I don't know. I just uh, no, but like every all these vinyl reissues or first time issues are like four, you know, four sides. I remember Joe Jackson did a three-sided album once. Mm, I like that. Some, but it sounds know. better. And you know what? Yeah. Get your ass up and turn the record over. Come on. Yeah. It, it, it's not that tough. Or get one of those uh, things that has like the tall spindle and you can load up the record. Like a jukebox. Thing yeah, those will fuck down. your record up good. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you can't turn it over when you do it that way. Yeah. Well, you, you know how records used to be like... So like the first disc was side one and four and the second disc was side two and three. So they were made to be stacked like that. So you, mm. you'd play it and then you just turn the stack over. No, put the, it back. The other thing you could do yeah, is buy two copies. The other thing you could do is buy two copies of every album you want and then you could just <laughs> load them up. Buy two copies and never open the other copy. No, then that, that defeats that, the purpose. I, I don't, that's what, that's what Brian, Brian St. Clair, he bought, two copies of every star wars toy and he left one of them unopened and he ended right. up paying for his wedding with those unopened star wars toys i accidentally did that yesterday i went into a used dvd store and bought a 4k blu-ray of john wick 3 
and then came home and realized, oh, I already have this fucking thing. So <laughs> I've got, I think I have two on, I have one used, that was a used one that I bought, but the one that I have sitting in my shelf has never been opened. So Give maybe I Gabe. can pay for, I'm going to pay Gabe. for my divorce with that. One. Yeah, right. Gabe, have you seen John Wick 3? I have no idea what you God well, you, you turned down your mic, you I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that Yes, you fucking did. And you know what? And he never believes us. No, he's like, no, I <laughs> Every didn't. time, he's like, I didn't do that. It's like, by now, you'd think <laughs> wow, that he would believe us. This one is a problem. This How's is really, better? this is take, no. No. No, I didn't do it. Who did it then? Me? I mean, I... I wish I had the power to tune you out. But. Well, while Gabe's figuring out his microphone issues, let me just say that I feel bad. I listened to one of those last two episodes with John McCauley and realized I was as big an asshole as we accused Gabe of being. Because when somebody, when you asked me what my favorite Iron Maiden song was, I was like, I don't know any Iron Maiden songs. And that's not cool. I'm going to get into Iron Maiden. Are you? You really? Well, I'm going to give it a cursory. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I said Gabe should do, which is to sort of open my There's not a lot of late period uh, people getting, uh, not a lot of August Iron Maiden first time fans. Is is, is that how you say it? Yeah. First time August Maiden fans? May, December. Not too many people have a May, December romance with Iron Maiden. Maiden, December. Maybe (laughs) that that can be their live record. How you doing over there, Gabe? You back? I don't know. How is that? Any oh, better? Yeah, yeah you yes. sound great. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna touch the mouse again. What do you figure out? Did you figure out what happened? Is that a metaphor? What's a metaphor? It's it's for this and for that. <laughs> now, Scott, you told me to say something to Gabe and see the hijinks that ensued. I'm not exactly sure what. All right. So, Gabe, somebody uh, the other day uh, on this podcast that. Ben and I were doing about seventies movies. You don't have to he, mention the name of it or anything like that. No, no, no. He said he was uh, trying to that I was trying to I was determined to gainsay him. Somebody <laughs> used the, yeah. Somebody used the word gainsay on me for the first time in my life, mind you. Uh, but he said that, and I was I was fucking shocked so much so that I could barely continue to argue with him. <laughs> I don't believe that's a verb, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. You know, like if, if if I'm, he said, you are determined to gainsay me all night, aren't you? And I was like, what the fuck did he just say? You See, know, I used, to, I used to work, I used to work with the bass player of gainsay, Mark Oliveris. I worked with him for a lot of years in Waukegan. And we all know Jesse. Yes. Uh, but I didn't know gainsay was a real word and a verb at that. Yeah, that's what it is. What does it mean? It's, it means, uh, uh, I don't know, look, look it up there. Uh, I can't, I can't touch ben. my mouse. Look it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't touch your we're, mouse. Uh, while we're asking these kinds of questions, what does Iron Maiden refer to? It's Are you a kidding? medieval it's, torture device. It's a torture device. You know, what, like what, a casket, what would it do? Casket what, what, with the spikes inside of it. Yeah. Didn't you ever see uh, the five deadly venoms? Yeah. Re- remember the toad? Yeah, yeah. And the only way that they could get the toad was to put him in an Iron Maiden. Yeah. Um, can I tell so, you that 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 the that, that that the thing that I remember most about Five Deadly Venoms is the uh, fantastic uh, Bismarcky song, uh, Chinese food that that he name drops Five Deadly Venoms. Sure. Always trying to beef up that playlist. Yep. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. 
We're yeah. going to have to look deep. That's how we wound up with a six-hour playlist last week. So I'm guessing gain say means, you know, to say, no, you're not, to disagree with somebody. Oh, um, I looked it up wait, after the episode. Yeah. I totally looked it up, and that is what, what is it. What is, what is the official okay. definition? Thanks for asking. Uh, to gainsay is um, uh, to deny or contradict a fact or statement. Yeah, that was me. I was definitely yeah. gainsaying that guy. The impact, sure. here's an example. The impact of the railroads cannot be gainsaid. That's the, that's the example, huh? Apparently, gainsaying <laughs> was something that was used in the Bible. Because there's a question. The, the first question that people also ask on Google is, what does gainsaying mean in the Bible? And the answer is to declare to be untrue or invalid or to contradict. Uh, opposed did not dare to gainsay the king is an example from the Bible, I guess. Hmm. All right. Is that the King James Old Testament stuff? <laughs> I don't know. But I'll tell you one. I didn't know there, was, like I didn't know there was a band called Gainsay. So I learned there was a band from Waukegan called Gainsay. I'm going to uh, try to get into Gainsay, the band, over the next week or two. Just good luck. To, to open up. Open it's up not going to be easy. Horizons. It's going to be hard to find them on Spotify for the playlist. Let's put it that way. That's right. Mm. Okay. Are they on Spotify? I highly doubt it. Okay. And then the other record you have back there is Number of the Beast. Number of the Beast. 666, the Number of the Beast. Not to be confused with 664, the Neighbor of the Beast. Is that a real thing? Uh, it's a joke. Not by the way. Not only is Gainsay an artist on Spotify, but they've got a whole bunch of. They looks like there's like two uh, or three albums. Maybe they're a different. Is it punk Adam, rock? That's probably a different name, like the the second uh, No Mercy or or something like that. Like Jesse's a smart guy. He probably he's probably got this shit up on there. Uh, if it's, you know is it from the eighties or nineties? I don't know. It's hard for me to figure this out. Are you saying eh, because you don't think Jesse's a smart guy? Me? No, I think there's another oh. band that, that was smart enough to use Gainsay as a name and not look it up. Well, don't contradict me about Gainsay. <laughs> don't Gainsay me about Gainsay. More than one person has said to me in my private life that John McCauley should be a recurring guest on the podcast. Let's call him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call your dad and find out what he thought of the John McCauley episodes. My dad... Uh, had a, uh, a a good birthday yesterday. He was fishing, mm. um, fishing on a pontoon. Really, really, yeah, yeah. He uh, he's got a new shirt and it says the Walleye Whisperer. So he's he's narrowing it down. He's no longer content to just be generalized with his fish whispering. He wants to be very specific, and he's whispering to walleyes. <laughs> Sounds like a good lyric. Whisper to the walleye. <laughs> uh, That's a ween record. <laughs> Before Herb comes on, do you want to tell people about this thing that you're practicing for this week that Gabe and I don't really know what you're talking about? Mm, we, we can let Herb talk about that. Oh. Because he oh, knows Herb more about it than oh, cool. I do. Oh, good. Okay. All right. I'm glad I brought it up. He's involved. Oh, excellent. So, um, I, had to, I, I, I thought had, I heard him buzz in just a second, but... I thought I heard yeah. something, too. I don't see him. Maybe that was a delayed, uh, somebody's playing music beep. Yeah. I was wondering why we were having Herb on tonight. I wasn't sure if it was because he felt like he didn't get enough to say on the Deliverance episode. We're having Herb on tonight because, uh, you know, it's going to have to happen sooner or later. Um, 
and I didn't want to I don't I didn't want to play this ace too quickly in 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 our uh, career <laughs> in in the show's history in right. in the show's infancy. Uh, I feel like we're finally ready to deal with the with the herb <laughs> hurricane. So so that was part of the reason. And uh also uh when I realized we were going to have to practice tomorrow and we had to do the show tonight and I realized I didn't have a guest and I was hanging out with Herb yesterday. I was like, Hey, want to do it? He's like, yeah. So, so there's a lot of reasons for that. Oh, look, it's, it's, it's a call from liars club. Everybody. Ah. Let's see what this is all about. Hello. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. My phone died and then I got to the bar and I, I didn't have my keys because I left them here last. Because we like morons, we came back here after we left Smart Bar. Oh, you did. Uh, well, that was and, but, yeah, so I'm pretty stupid. I forgot my earbuds, but Gary's got me hooked up. So I'm just getting hooked up now. Just want to give you a heads up. Okay. okay. Well, we're, we're we're waiting for you. You've yeah. given us everything. Okay. We need, bye. We don't even need to talk anymore. That was it. <laughs> that was the best. Yes, we went to Queen last night at Smart Bar. Um. Which is a, a what'd you say, a good Sunday night party? The best gay of the year. The, the what? The best gay of the year? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the best gay of the year. Um, and so apparently they just kept drinking afterwards. That's interesting because I watched William Friedkin's The Boys in the Band today because I listened to some people talk about it on a podcast. Wow, you are on a gay Friedkin kick, aren't you? Yeah. This is a better gay Friedkin than Cruising. I will say that. What Mark. what did you what, what were you watching the celluloid closet or something? Is that what people were no, talking about? No, I was listening about? no, I was listening to a podcast called I Eat Movies. Uh, which uh, I, I Eat rec- Movies? Yeah, which I recommend. Maybe we'll have those guys on our movie podcast. That's good. Something. That sounds good. Yeah. But they were celebrating Pride Month by talking about the boys in the band and a movie that I've never seen called But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh, yeah. You've never seen that, huh? No. Is that a good one? Gabe's seen, but I'm a cheerleader. I might have tried starting watching it, but uh, I don't know how far I got into it. I can't remember. Well, you were hoping for Michelle Pfeiffer, but it turned out it wasn't Grease 2, and so F it. Uh, that's always the case, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll catch it one of these days. I watched two movies in the last couple of weeks about oh. chick chicks. They live in their van, and they drive around the country. You know, the I think it was Nomadland, I think. No Madland, okay. I don't know I if you'd call that a movie about chicks. Well, <laughs> no, it's not about chicks. Girls, whatever. And the other one was Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. No, I, I don't remember the name of this one. Uh, Describe it to us. It'll be a the fun The girl contest. and her dad were driving around the country. They were homeless. And then the dad died while they were driving. And she had to survive on her own in the van. It's it's on either... Uh, Is that a that Deborah Granick movie? Yeah, that's what it sounds like, but I, I don't remember them being in a van. No, they were in a van. They were in a makeshift van, you know, a van that had, like, a stove and stuff in it. Well, it's and not that she... Vigo Mortensen, Captain Super Dad or something. No, that, I, I don't, don't remember like the name movie. of this movie. Um, the one you're thinking out. about is, is when they're, 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 uh, they're surviving in the wilderness. And I don't remember a van in that movie. No, she's not surviving in the wilderness. She had to, meet, she had to find her mom because her mom abandoned her when she was young. You know what I found out is Leave that... No Trace. It wasn't Leave No Trace, Gabe? I don't think so. I'll look you know it what up. I found out is that Van by the River, Chris Farley bit, that was written by Bob Odenkirk. Oh, wow. You know that bit, right, Gabe? 
I know the bit, but I don't know Bob O'Reilly or whoever you're talking about. See. <laughs> I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> when, okay, when I type in um, the following into Google, girl and dad in van and dad dies and girl has to find mom. You're going to get put on a list. Is it what's yeah, happen. right. It comes up with my girl too. No. And then daddy's little girl. No. Ooh. That doesn't sound like <laughs> you're going to the wrong places on the internet here. Mm-mm. Well, Dark maybe you places. didn't describe this movie properly. Was it on Hulu or I don't know. We're you know, Gabe, you're the one who saw it. Why, why didn't you write it down? I don't remember the names of these. I told you, I don't remember the names of movies. It's like you don't remember I, much. When I was a kid, I used to know what track was what and the song titles because you you had the vinyl in your hand and you played right. it. Right. But now you just press a button and play. And you don't right. know the names of these songs. We've, you don't know what order it is. Yes, is it, we've lost is something it, um, vital. Oh, is it If if I Stay with Chloe Grace Moritz? 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 I don't know. Let me look. The girl in that movie is the girl from the movie I saw. Why okay, you... well then let's find out what other movies she's been in. We're going to do this until Herb gets on? Sure. What else are we going to do? What's her name? Chloe Grace Mor- Moritz. Is that her? I don't think that's her. That's just oh, a girl that... okay. Fine. I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ben, how, how was your stay in Chicago? Did you stay in Chicago or did you guys leave right after? We, well, uh, you know, it's a yes and no answer. We stayed in Hoffman Estates. Oh, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. I had a, I had a wonderful time that night. Good. And it was great talking to you after the show, and I had a great time talking to Kelly Way and to Herb, who's going to be our guest tonight, and a whole bunch of other people. And Gabe, you missed it. I missed all the shows. You missed this, all of them. Uh, my biggest regret is I didn't get to see Mind Games live. That sounded really good from what I heard. And, uh, you know, the, the special guest musicians, that was pretty cool to see. I, you know, the dude that taped it, that was pretty cool for him to upload them all. Yep. Uh, there's talk about possibly pressing some of that on vinyl. Kelly Way's talking about it. Um, but it was fun. We tried to, to break down uh, a few of the nights we, we spent some of the time breaking down what made Bon Scott so great. And it's his, it's his filthiness. You know, just It's not necessarily the things that he says. It's the way he says them. And like, you know, like the kind of thing There's just supremely slimy like you got to take a shower after listening to a bond scott <laughs> song and so we were trying to figure out what the the sickest scuzziest sleaziest bond scott song was and uh i think it's the jack probably i mean little lover is pretty gross too gabe you got any thoughts you know what i, I remember I, I watched it i watched you guys play the jack and then you went the big balls the next night yeah, and what I missed was I wanted to hear Blake say "Oi, smack him, Oi, smack him." He, did, he didn't do it. He well, we had we we had a discussion about that because downstairs in the basement we were trying to figure out. So at the end of the song, where it totally fucking falls apart, we were trying to figure out. Blake thinks they're saying "Oi, smack him," <laughs> and sometimes it sounds like "I've got balls, I've got balls, I've got balls." Um, and, and then there, I was reading somewhere like ball sniffer, ball sniffer. No one can figure out exactly what they're saying at the end. But I <laughs> think he might have been saying, oi, smack him. I think everybody was saying their own 
version of what they thought. I think you need uh, the vinyl. You need to play it backwards. Hey, everybody, look, it's Herb Rosen. Hey. <laughs> Long time no see, Herb. Yeah, I wish that was the truth. Were you guys Asshole. hanging out today? We were hanging out this morning. Yeah. <laughs> we're and we out. were. We were at a gay bar or gay, bar, gay night at Smart Bar until uh, about four or five. And then I made the unfortunate decision of coming back to Liars Club with my girlfriend and Gary. And uh, yeah, it sucked. You had a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a close up. There's, there's just napkins all over the floor. Nothing done. I just walked in here. Yeah. And I, I left my keys, so I was locked out. So I had to walk upstairs. I forgot the earbuds. I didn't remember the thing. No. What's up? It's okay, bud. Yeah. I Is Liars Club open tonight? No, we're at, we're still doing the COVID thing of Wednesday to uh, Sunday only. Because one thing I learned during the vid, like crunching the numbers, was that we lose money on Mondays and Tuesdays. You know, to, like the DJ drinks a bottle of booze, the bartender drinks a bottle of booze, the door guy drinks a bottle of booze, and we rank 200 bucks. Plus their shit pays, so yeah, fuck it. And until I until I can get somebody that'll get some people in here on those nights, I think we're going to do this for a while. Fuck them. So spring the up, upside, spring a text of the vid. Yeah, Ooh, spring a text of me to see who, what was going on. Actually, I should respond to him so he doesn't spring show is up. In town? Yeah, spring is in, in town. Yeah, he's in town. He's back. Oh, um, Justine, spring is back. <laughs> <laughs> Wife, wife. <laughs> so, spring is back. So Justine uh, first moved to chicago and uh i was going right back on tour bye herb and, it was good to see you yeah geez good thing we got him on, on this show <laughs> going on tour and uh justin wanted to go see alice cooper and we were hanging out in springers like uh yeah i'm gonna go see alice cooper and and justin's like cool i want to go he's like hey you can come with us we're taking the reggie's bus we're gonna go out there and she's like, okay, well, do we do I need to buy tickets? What's going on? Do we have tickets? He's like, ah, don't worry about it. I, 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 I got you. And she's, so she's, uh, and I'm like, uh, you know, this is going to be funny. Uh, whatever happens, it's going to be funny. And so she's on the bus and they're riding out there. And she's like, so how much do I owe you for the tickets? He's like, don't worry about it. She's like, okay, cool. Thanks. And she's like, all right, you know, where are the tickets? So he pulls out this laminate. Uh, right. Well, no, he has a, a lanyard a, a that has lanyard. like 50 laminates on it. Right. Like, so it's uh, a lanyard with 50 laminates on it. And he, he's like, just, just stick with me. Just hang out. <laughs> he doesn't have a ticket. So he shows up to the window and, and he pulls out the lanyard. And he's like, yeah, I'm on Alice Cooper. I'm on <laughs> Alice Cooper's list. The Springer plus wife. And Justine's like, what? What? <laughs> so Justine was springer's wife at the alice cooper show but the thing about it is they got great seats and and, and he was not on any list like he, he does that he does it's the thing like if you haze them enough they'll just be like oh, christ here you know like yeah. and it works for him all the time it's was never on any list and no totally never worked. they only charged him for uh for tax yeah she's like well i gotta charge you tax i watched him i watched him do it for the stones at soldier field i witnessed <laughs> it and and it worked like, yeah, just tell mick i'm here and i was like who <laughs> believes i swear to god he said that i'm like who fucking believes that tell mick spring is here okay here let me call him well i don't know if we can yeah and then he'll be like well i came all the way out here <laughs> it's like you're telling me like i've wasted my time this is bullshit Okay, sir. Obviously, we don't want to waste your time. <laughs> wow. Did you guys have this thing? When I was growing up in New York, uh, somebody taught us this trick that if you went to the Madison Square Garden with uh, any old ticket stub that you had from some other show, 
And then you took like a five or a ten dollar bill, uh, maybe even a twenty if you're really gonna go crazy, right? Um, and folded it uh, underneath that ticket and found the oldest, crankiest like door guy who'd been working at Madison Square Garden for thirty years, Andy Frayne. He, yeah, Did he was always yeah he was always yeah. waiting for that kind of thing, and you could walk right up and he knew what was going on, and you you know nice. feel that bill underneath the ticket stub and send you right in. Then you just had a. Have fun you ever tried that? Yeah. I got into an, a sold out REM at the Felt Forum show that way, and Whoa. maybe maybe New Order. Yeah, Happ- I worked it twice. Wow, that's, thing. that's pretty cool. We used to um, when Wes and I went to school in uh, in Madison. Ben, mm-hmm. uh, I, I called the Beastie Boys. This would have been eighty seven, so it was the License Ill tour, and uh, the Beastie Boys were playing. And I I called Def Jam and said that I wrote for the Cardinal, and then I was which was a total lie. And then I was right. so. I get, caught, I get caught and the Cardinal calls me and is like, hey, <laughs> since you're lying and saying, do you want to write the review of the show? And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I did and they printed it. It was great. Yeah. And we ended up not needing to get it anyway because Murphy's Law uh, opened up and they hooked us up. Anyway. <laughs> so that brings up a good point, Herb. You went to college. Yes, for <laughs> I went to college for two years at U- UW-Madison and then for like a, a like fractured two years at Columbia and I didn't, I didn't finish at Columbia cause we got a record deal. And we went on the road. What were you majoring in bro? Uh, in, in, uh, at Madison com arts, which is just bullshit. You know, it's what, that's what you major. When you don't know what you, want Hey, to that's my department. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I work. Motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks. You got any pull? I'll Can be the one a... to say it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, and then I went to Columbia college for like a fractured two years, like on and off. And I would run and there, there. I forget what the class was, but uh, I only needed like to, to pass that or to finish that year or the, to get the credits for the course. I only needed to take one test. And I kept running into my professor at Smart Bar <laughs> at like three in the morning. And he'd be like, like, all you got to do is come in and take the test. I was like, nah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> I'll pass. Or I, I didn't pass. I no, you say. didn't. No. But yeah, creepy balding. What was his name? Vince, I think. Creepy balding professor hanging out in Smart Bar. Was he there last night? No, I wish he was. <laughs> he, he, would, he, he, he wouldn't really make it too long in that crowd. So when did you start Liars Club? Um, let's see. We were well, we opened. Yeah, we opened in 1995. Actually, the, I was at my mom's. The, the actual anniversary, the 26th anniversary, was last Tuesday, the 22nd. We'll have a party at some point. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Um, but uh, yeah, we were, let's see, in 94, I was renting this coach house uh, at Wilson and Seeley with, uh, with my friend Marcus, who went by the name Carcass, which is embarrassing, um, mm-hmm. who re- became a junkie, ripped me off. And then I just found <laughs> out he died a few years ago. Uh, oh. But anyway, yeah, that's a bummer. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't wish death on the kid. I just hated him, but. You just uh, called was, him Carcass and said that was yeah, a right. whiplash well, I, remember, <laughs> I remember him walking up to me at some bar and introducing himself as Carcass. And I was like, don't, I'm not calling you that. And then I ended up calling him it. Um, but anyway, so we're running this coach house from this dude, Billy, who owns the building that Liars Club is in. And uh, we had, rights of the accused had just broken up. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. I always bartended when we weren't on the road. And I'm like, well, I, I know I can fill a room. I don't know much else. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he's like, well, I got this place over on Fullerton. That's been it was it had been vacant for like a year and a half, two years, and it was just like an old man beer in a shop place. And the back bar was painted white. 
white really? paint on the back bar. Yeah. And we, and then the drop, like it all had a drop ceiling and we pulled all that shit out. And anyway, so that, yeah, we opened in June, June 22nd, 1995. So had you been thinking about no. opening a bar? No, I was, I, he mentioned it. I was like, yeah, sounds good to me. And the original, <laughs> the original plan was, you know, I was going to be front of house and carcass, bad choice carcass was going to do the the paperwork and the books and stuff so mm. i get I, I you know i've got the checkbook and the checks are written to comment and people's gas and blah 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 and but they're all bouncing and i look and i'm like what the fuck and he was he was writing checks for cash and going and buying dope in cabrini green and then i got tipped off to it uh by dave johnson by one of the barbacks mm. and uh and I, I went out, you know, I, I cornered him at like nine in the morning upstairs and he was sleeping and I grabbed him by the throat and I, t- I told him that that uh, he needed to pay the money to make the checkbook right and whatever else, that's your, you're done, see you later. Right. And then he went to rehab and he tried to do the, you know, the apology thing or whatever. I went some once and that was it. Anyway, that story sucks. That's a bummer. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. Yeah, well, kind of. Um, that was only six months. Luckily, it was only six months after we opened in 95 so he did he I, i'd say he probably got about 20 grand like Ooh, yeah wow back, back then we were making never a lot trust of money, a though. junkie yeah yeah you know damn anyway yeah well, you were an immediate hit over at liars club you were making a lot uh, of money yeah we yeah we we lucked out. i mean we did not have the night that we opened we i for i wasn't you know we were just it was a frenzy we were still hanging lights you know an hour before we opened and i forgot to get money the upstairs was open back then too i forgot to get money for the the banks for the register banks like we didn't have you know they started like 300 dollars or whatever and we didn't have 600 dollars to put <laughs> in the register banks still so, like we ran and got you know 50 singles and, and you know 50 and fives and then we were running back and forth to the currency exchange but yeah opening night we we ran out of you know and I had ordered for other places before I knew it was up, and I ordered quite a bit. We ran out of everything by midnight, and we were just running to Jewel or to whatever liquor store was still open to, to keep selling to people. Um, but yeah, it was. We uh, right off the bat, it was really, it was really good. And for so, like, yeah, we made good money for like probably eight, ten years. So it was just something to do because uh, rights of the accused had broken. Exactly, out. exactly. I, I figured, all right, sounds like a good, a good career move. When did Rights of the Accused start playing? Like in, in- um, they they started playing before I was in the band. They started playing eighty two. I want to say it was their first show, and mm-hmm. then I I I was a roadie starting in probably like early eighty four, something like that. Did you know those guys? I knew. I just knew. I knew Mike and Anthony. Actually, I was I was tight with Anthony, tighter with Anthony at the beginning, uh, the original drummer. And mm-hmm. I just knew him from going to shows, from coming to the city and going to punk rock shows. And uh, was, they were goofballs and were more into, you know, humor than music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just started um, going to shows and hanging around? Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, we just got got along and then uh, I hung with Anthony and then Mike and I became fast friends. And we didn't drink back then. No, what, no, we didn't call ourselves straight edge, but none of us, none of us drank. I, I quit drinking. I quit drinking when I was probably like 15. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> fucked up. I, I drank from like 12 to 15 uh, occasionally. I mean, I wasn't like, you know, the kid at school. There yeah. was a girl that went to my high school that uh, she, when uh, she brought a, what's it called? A, a tennis can, tennis ball can, and she put vodka in it and she kept it in her locker. <laughs> anyway, um, 
So yeah, I quit drinking when I was about Wait, 15. Wait, did she pour vodka straight into the tennis ball can? the balls with tennis the, balls in she them. She sucked yes. the felt on the tennis balls. No, I, they, she took the balls out. Um, <laughs> speaking of taking balls out, I'm doing the ball walk right now, sitting here by myself in Liars Club. Um, do you guys know about the ball walk? It's when you no. just hang your only your sack out of your zipper it's fucking disgusting but we used to do it all in new, in new york we used to do it all the time that was we'd get to town yeah, you like, guys right, did that a lot a lot yeah and, and we would walk around all night with our balls out yeah and then there was there was a legendary party um what what, what was what we, oh it was a righteous goatee party and we were all on we, we all did ecstasy and uh it was we forgot that it was, we forgot that whichever daylight savings time the one where you lose the hour so mm. we're sitting, we're having a great time. It's kicking in and we're at some bar on Avenue A and they're like, last call, we're like, what? And so we lost that hour. And so we proceeded to, we had shaving, for some reason we had shaving cream and we had toothpaste. Like we had about got it at the bodega. And we, we, did, uh, we did shaving cream goatees, toothpaste on our balls, Jack Daniels on our balls. And anyway, it ended, the party ended at Jody Jack Carilla's Daniels house. on your balls. That's not, What's that? Jack yeah, Daniels don't on your balls. That's Jack not Daniels recommended. Stings like a mother. Yeah. yeah. No, there's osmosis or something going on because it fucking hurt. Um, osmosis. And yeah, is, is, is there ball it's, osmosis? It's alcohol. Yeah. But is there ball osmosis? Like it, it seeps into your sack? It, it, it might. You know, it's a very, it's a very tender right. membrane. Yeah, yes, it is. Um, anyway, so it ended up at Jody Carrillo's house and, and Mike was swinging around dancing and and accidentally whacked her, whacked her lip on the TV stand when they were dancing, and she had to get stitches and stuff. So the party was over. But there's pictures of it. it basically, it was a huge gay party. There's pictures. It's there's a, a right to Hughes picture disc, a seven inch that we did like kind of right one before we broke up. And there's pictures of it just with shaving cream all over. Everyone's got the balls. And Wes is trying to stretch his dick as far as it will go with Highland <laughs> sitting next to him. It's fucking disgusting. The all same stories end in tragedy. Yeah, yeah, they, a lot of them do because you know when you're out of hand, people get hurt. So it's all well fun until someone loses an eye. Right, uh, um, Gabe, are you shocked to find that Herb was straight edge? Maybe uh, I'm shocked for sure, but the age might sound right. You know, 15. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't. St I started again. I started again when I was on the road. I, I roadied for the Necros in <laughs> summer of. 87 so I, I must have been nine, 19 yeah i think i started again when i was 19 or 20 and my excuse was like well there's no there's nothing else to drink but the beer on the rider and i started it's very similar to my trajectory like yeah. i i drank for a little bit when when i was around 13 14 and i right. stopped all through high school and yeah started again and yeah i definitely are. stopped and I, part of the reason i, I probably yeah i must have stopped my freshman year of high school because I was going to stupid parties and I decided that I hated all those people. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm right. not participating. Right. And, uh, and I didn't even drink. I didn't even drink my first year at Madison. Yeah. First year and a half. Or, wow. Yeah. I didn't drink and people. Uh, so, uh, everyone thought I was a weirdo cause I didn't drink. And, so, so you, you're just sort of observing people and then you start drinking and suddenly you're the life of the party. Yeah, I was always kind of the life of the party even when were I didn't you? drink. Yeah. Like when I it, were around. you a gregarious child? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um I wa I would I would show up at parties with a case of Dr. Pepper and in my I had this really ugly striped red uh like short sleeve dress shirt that I thought was cool and in in the front breast pocket I had the cowbell tape. 
So that goes back a long time. And the cowbell tape was really, yeah, it, the cowbell that goes back to high school. The cowbell tape was Mississippi Queen uh, into Sweet Leaf, even though there's no cowbell in Sweet Leaf, <laughs> but, but it's Mississippi <laughs> Sweet Leaf, and then Rock the Nation, all the all the classics. Uh, Rock the Nation was in there. Um, what uh, uh, what's it called? Nazareth, Nazareth, Bear the dog, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, uh, what's the fucking the first crew record? Come on and dance. Is that the go 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 come on and dance? Where's the live wire? That's a jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But live wire was later. I was I was first crew record only. This is so the live wire is a good song. Ben, you you probably don't know this, but but Herb is a cowbell enthusiast. Yeah. Long before, <laughs> yes. Cowbell Way before that fucking cunt Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell? stole yeah. my fucking <laughs> shtick. It pisses me off because every time I do it, people think I'm doing it because of him. I was like, oh, yeah, he is fuck a cunt. Him. He is a cunt. Yeah. So you you never do uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. Uh, no, I never did Don't Fear the Reaper. First of all, it sounds like a fucking woodblock. I don't even think it is a cowbell. That's got to be a cowbell. It's a it's a sissy tuned down cowbell. Is what it is. Can you say sissy anymore? Probably yeah. not. No, you, you already can. said cunt. Well, you, cunt you're talking about sense. whipping your balls in people's right. face. <laughs> yeah, right. this, this is not the PC lifers. No, it's it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, so you think that Mississippi Queen is the greatest song of all time? Yeah, it, uh, it's up there. Yeah, I mean or that, that is an instant. Song. That is an instant party. When that fucking cowbell kicks in, it doesn't matter where you are or who you are or what you are doing. It is an instant party. One time we, uh, okay, the, the famous house uh, house music club, you know, the warehouse for, in mm-hmm. Chicago, like where house music was born, Frankie mm-hmm. Knuckles and whatnot. And Vince. Anyway, they reopened it. it. The original one closed and they reopened one on, was that great? I can't remember, but this is probably maybe early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. But anyway, they reopened it and it's a house music club, but our buddy was DJing. And, and we were all <laughs> there you go again we were all on acid and uh and we showed up and i got him to i got him to play mississippi queen in the middle of his house set and i went i, I went so like ape shit i like started skanking running and i broke i kicked something and broke my toe <laughs> broke my big toe rocking out to mississippi queen at the house music club it was great and later on leslie west had to have his legs amputated so yeah well, okay, well one thing i know leads to another you know well when mm-hmm. i when i had my motorcycle accident I was in a bad motorcycle accident in, uh, what year was it? 2001, uh, August of 2001. Was it actually, it'll, be tw- it'll be 20 years next month. Yeah, it'll be 20 it was years. It 2001. Yeah, 20 years wow. ago this month, August 17th. Anyway. That was a close one, man. Yeah, yeah, I almost died there. Um, so I was, in, I was in the hospital for like five weeks. And, you uh, broke your femur bone. Yeah, broke, Ooh, broke my femur and all kinds of fucking horrible not easy. soft tissue damage. It was, it was ugly. When I, when I, I thought I got hit. I, well, first of all, I wasn't driving, and I did have a motorcycle at the time, but I wasn't driving. I was the, on the back of Cookie's bike. Mm. A guy hit us. It was a soft left uh, arrow turn only. He didn't do the arrow. He just turned on the green light and hit us going like it, it was a like a soft left like angle, and he hit us going probably like 30, 35. I mean, he really fucking hit us hard. And I, I thought that we got hit, and then I fell on the ground. I got hit by another car, but what I found out happened was I flew across the street and landed on a parked car. Uh, and that's how I tore up my the, the, uh, the sexy scar. Right, right. Um, and all kinds of ones. But anyway, uh, so uh, I'm, in, I'm in the hospital, and Leslie West is guesting on the clutch record. I don't know which one, 
whatever they were putting up back then. And Jack Flanagan, our old buddy from New York, who rest in peace, um, he uh, he had Leslie West call me in the hospital room from the studio. And he's like, he's like, I hear you play my song every, I hear you play my song every night at midnight. Because when we first opened, we did play Mississippi Queen every night at midnight. We stuck right. to it pretty well. And then yeah. we got too drunk. But um, <laughs> but so uh, so Leslie West calls me in my hospital and I'm all, you know, I've got the clicker of morphine. I'm all fucking doped up. And I don't really even know, like, like, I, I believed it because I wanted to believe it. And it was really him, it turned out. But he also, Leslie was a big, uh, he was very into Judaism. And he assumed because my name is Herb Rosen that I'm Jewish. So he wanted to talk about that. Oh, I Judaism. Kinda, I thought you were talking about Judy. Yeah, that, Judy yeah, Garland. Judy is a punkism. <laughs> um, but uh I, uh, yeah, so, so he wanted to talk about that and I was all doped up and I just played along even though I'm not Jewish. Dude, so. you were, you were toe up in there, but one of the things that was really funny was you kept hitting that morphine clicker right. yeah. and you started yelling. By, it's only by you're time. Like, yeah. You're like, you're just yelling at people. You're like, this thing isn't on. <laughs> Tell these people that I need more drugs than the average person. Like, I'm, I'm, he goes, I'm a fucking alcoholic. This isn't working. <laughs> yeah. I was ranting and raving for a good week straight. Like the nurse, I, I, it was embarrassing really in the end the, the nurses were bummed yeah I, and i was also hallucinating i thought i at first i had a shared room and i thought that the guy i told i found out he was from boston so i decided i hated him and then i and then and the, i was convinced and i really did believe that in the middle of the night he was going to come and kill me so i was telling i was screaming at the nurses can get me the fuck out of here this guy's going to kill me and my mom's trying to apologize the whole time and then and then well i think you witnessed lucas um i had a catheter in and it got infected, so my balls, more balls, for real, I'm not joking, blew up blew up the size of a fucking bowling ball, and they were like black and purple like a bowling ball. So Serves they, you right. So it was a fucking, my balls were like that big, and a nub, dude, it was so fucking sick. And so, <laughs> and, and, and my mom, my mom was, my mom kept warning people like, um, Herbie's, <laughs> Herbie's really concerned with his penis or something. She kept saying to people who came and visited me, and I was showing. I'm like, look at this shit, and I was showing it to people. I think I showed it. I think I might have shown it to Blake, and he was so fucking bummed. I mean, for some reason, I remember him. <laughs> and uh, well, everyone was trying to come see you because right. You know. Well, they had to. Yeah, it was. It was so ridiculous that they. My mom ended up having to make a list of right. people that were allowed to come because people were showing up. I remember Matt Nelson, another guy who's dead. Matt Nelson showed up at, you know, it must have been set like when whatever visiting hours started, like 7 a.m. He showed up, yeah. handed me a Descendants cassette in a Walkman. I thought he was going in the bathroom and he went in the bathroom and took a shower. <laughs> and my mom's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And I was like, I don't know. He's out of his mind. But yeah. And then, and then Tasty got, he got booted from the list because Tasty had one of those uh, electronic fart machines that has a clicker. <laughs> and so I had the morphine clicker and he replaced, he replaced the morphine <laughs> clicker with the fart machine. And my mom's like, stop it, Tasty. You can't do that. Stop, that's not funny. And I mean, of course, it's fucking the most hilarious thing on earth. I'm slaughtered. I don't even know what's happening. I'm just going every time I'm hitting him. And so my mom took him off the list and banned him. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't come visit me anymore. Oh, he's one of my best friends. <laughs> That's anyway, brilliant. So that was 20 years ago. And uh, uh. yeah, I was laid up for, well, five weeks. 
And yeah, didn't I say to you? I was like, you came, you came to see me. And I was like, Lucas, I can still do that because we're between the Sex right. Pistols. Yeah, right. We were doing the Halloween shows. It was pretty close to Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I then, got out right before Halloween. Yeah. Right, and 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 you were you were passed out, and I walk in. You're like, Ugh. and you came too for a second, and you said, Lucas, I'm still up for the Sex Pistols. And then you passed <laughs> out we again. Were doing that for the 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 legendary Double Door Halloween shows. That's right. And Gabe dressed up as, uh, as Nancy. Nancy. Oh, did I? I? There, no. Dude, yeah, you <laughs> yes, did. You did. Gabe, there's a picture. I should. I think there's a picture in the Livescope office wall of that. Well, no one's going to see it on this, but I, I'm pretty no, no. sure it's pinned up. Because remember, I made Send the, a know, picture of it to this Ben. Doesn't even, this will. doesn't even register with you, Gabe. Like you, I barely so remember dressing up like Nancy. Who? who? Dude, oh, I'm going it, to get the fucking picture now. I think it's still on the wall. I'll be right back. Oh, there was no way we were going to do that and not have you be Nancy. I didn't. Gabe. I'm sure I didn't know that I was going to be Nancy before <laughs> I got there. Knew. I mean, it, you as Nancy is so horrifying. I'm sure. It I is. mean, it is like <laughs> I got to see this. Picture. If you were, if there was a, a horror movie and you were the killer. <laughs> Uh, and you're dressed up as Nancy with that lipstick, it would be the scariest movie ever made. Uh, Remember, I, you, you you pushed him out on the wheelchair, and we started off with My Way? I barely remember these shows. I mean, I, and I don't even drink. I, it's, it's, it's ringing a bell, but if there's not a picture, I, I don't remember doing it. You might Maybe need you to should start, start drinking. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know there's it a improves picture. the memory. There's a good picture of, of you and the rest of the guys from that show. And somebody took it. I don't. I don't know who had. Do you have it on well, your fridge? Well, there, there is on See, my this fridge. This camera's so fucking shitty, but Sid and <laughs> Sid and Nancy. Oh my god! Look at how horrifying Gabe is. And that's the I cut because I was going to smash the base over the guy's head like Sid did in Atlanta or whatever that was. Right. And Nikki so Kent? I took that pink, uh, that pink no, styrofoam that insulation and cut it out. That's what. That's what Gabe's holding is the fake. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's base. I think we found the photo for Herb's episode. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll send it to you. And yeah, the best wow, part, I, I lost I lost 50 pounds when I was in the hospital, so I actually was Sid's weight at that point, too. Yeah, you looked pretty the, good. The fat, bloated Sid would not be good. Yeah. You, should get hit, you should get hit again. Yeah, no shit. Well, were, you, were you able to bear weight on that broken femur at that point? Or were you um, yeah, well, it, that was, it happened August 17th. That was Halloween, oh, so oh, that was oh, okay. two months Two and a half well, months. Almost. Ended up working out pretty well because, as as I was saying, Gabe pushed you out on on the, uh, <laughs> on the wheelchair, wheelchair yeah. and then you did oh, my way. Dude, so oh. there was a lot of right people. Herb has maybe, risen again, type yeah, of thing. To yeah, it. people thought that maybe I was in the wheelchair, but I, I'll never forget asking Bob Ness to borrow that wheelchair. Like, oh, <laughs> and no. I realized how awful that was later. <laughs> I was like, did he, like, did he just go, oh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah, please stop talking to me here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that was pretty cool. I love Bob Ness, by the way. So um, we, we did a bunch of those shows with you. We, you, were, you did ACDC with us? Yeah, ACDC. That was a and that, Gabe, I saw And Gabe that. dressed up as Hell's the Hell's Bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Did, and then we did the ACDC Top. recently surface on uh, on the YouTube's. I uh, somehow I saw that ACDC one on video recently and it was pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It was sounded really good. Yeah. And then the ZZ Top one and we had Herb dress up in a cow suit. Oh, I forgot about that, right? And he and he sat like on a bale of hay, and just ate ribs the I entire ate a, show. I, I ate a full Ooh. slab of ribs in, in right. about three four songs. It was pretty good. And, and then I got went to, up. I went. And, I went old school. 
Oh, Not Chicago style LaGrange. ribs. I went to Twin Anchors. I got the ribs at Twin Anchors. Twin Anchors ribs. And then Twin you sang Anchors, LaGrange, yeah. right? What's that? Didn't you sing LaGrange? Oh, yeah. I, or did I you did just the, move? Uh, no, I just I just walked out for the ha, 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 and then went back to eating ribs. And, yeah, <laughs> that was it. I did that once with the uh, the meat men recovering LaGrange in, uh, at St. Andrews Hall in Detroit one time. And again, I was all effed up. And I... Uh, <laughs> and I remember and they started into it. Of course, I ran out and Tesco's was like, oh, Christ. And he just had to do the ha, 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 ha. That's not very good. Well, the best one that we did was probably definitely Kiss. Yeah, the Kiss one was the Kiss one was amazing. That one, I found a better uh, a better video of that recently when I, I found some a bunch of uh, VHSs up on the second floor, like during COVID. And what uh, was Gabe for Kiss? That's I'm, I don't know if he was. I was. Anything. I was. I was Glenn Danzig. Nice. nice. You remember that? I vaguely remember that. I got a yeah. picture of me dressed up as Glenn next to Oh, right. Her, and, right. And I'm, as, I'm in the seven-inch uh, heels, so I mean, I'm literally twice as big. <laughs> oh, we haven't got into the heightism yet. Yeah. So, Herb, <laughs> Gabe wants to know if you were always a heightist. Yeah, probably. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, you, yeah. you coined, did you coin heightism, Gabe? Or you called me a heightist first. It wasn't Scott. I think no, it was. No, you were... Uh, Herb was, t- you know, talking about somebody being short and going on, and Gabe sitting. Well, back I used there. to throw did, around it, the M. I used to throw around the M word <laughs> quite liberally. Midget. You can, yeah, you can tell like Gabe's getting a little rankled, and he's looking at he's looking at Herb, and he's starting. To, you can see that he's thinking, "This tall motherfucker." And then so he, he goes, "Herb, you're a heightist." <laughs> I said that at the Kiss show. Was born. At the Kiss show, I said that. No, no, you said that earlier. No, no, like yeah, that was when way we were on earlier, tour or something. Earlier. But then, then it was really, I mean, because those heels, yeah, I mean, I'm like <laughs> 6'10 in those things. Um, well, wearing those Kiss boots was the greatest feeling I have ever dude, known. Like walking I, around in public day, after the show. It's amazing. You still walk into a, day. we walked into like uh, Underbar, Pete, right. Pete and I, in, in the outfits. I felt like a god. No, you're, you're a superhero. You're a super, I mean, and I, I still do it every year, at least once for uh, Kiss Karaoke, which is usually the Wednesday before Halloween. And I mean, there's nothing better. And I go, I make a point of going out the entire night in full, full regalia. <laughs> I remember one, one, I, I was living on Belmont and I, I, I was out till noon. The next day, I remember I felt my Michael makeup was all fucked up. And I felt that was the day after the show. Yeah, the day after. And I still was Scott, in Scott, you say that's even better than when you wore the Wham outfits? I feel like that must I, but oh I, he's talking about better. ones that I did. Yeah, they. Uh, I didn't do that one. You guys well, your love Wham, of Kiss. You? Well, no, we dressed up as Wham. Oh, that's right on that uh, tour. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get it. I Herb comes up after the show. Like, he goes, up with yeah. This fucking, I don't get it. You he goes, look ridiculous. Pretty hard. What's up with this he fucking goes, Jew goes, from Madison? What's the matter? It was pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty hard for you guys to be cool in those Wham outfits. It's true. You think this is cool? You think cool is what we aim for in this band? Yeah, out of your fucking mind. That's the name of this episode. Cool is what we aim for. Cool is what we aim for. So your love of Kiss is pretty well known anybody yeah. that's been to liars club knows that yeah kiss kiss well, kiss kiss sadly, so when did that start that started when i was a kid i mean i you know i love your loved first them. favorite band what's that Were um, they your first favorite band eh, i'd have to go with i think it went beatles sabbath kiss let's mm. be um, let's can we gentlemen can we be careful because yeah. last time we had herb on his show he killed ned Beatty. So be careful yeah. about who. We oh talk yeah. About no. Well, tonight. to be honest, we don't want Gene Simmons. No Brooks. Did you see any of that history thing on A and E last night? Where those yeah. fucking cunts? They're no, going to mourn Gene Simmons. Yeah, they didn't even. Well, yeah. That, my my line now. Back to what Scott was saying. 
the kiss thing I, I can't let it die but especially the younger generation they don't get it and so my thing now is i'm like every time gene simmons opens his mouth he steals a little more of my childhood mm. <laughs> that's that that's kind of how i i put it because he's such a fucking idiot and you know after that reality show and 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 i i also swore i said i'm not i'm not giving him one more fucking penny and also if i can get in free if i get on the list i'll go like doc mcgee said us up a couple times but <clears throat> i will not give him one more penny he sucks and like and that, that new A and A kiss A and E history thing that uh, premiered last night, I heard that I haven't seen it yet, but I heard that it wasn't four minutes before you know him and Paul were talking about how great they are and how much A sucks. You know, so fuck them. Anyway, cool. Yeah, but, uh, so, but yeah, but I still, I mean, you know, those records, the makeup records, still stand up. I played uh, what I, I played Lover All I Can last night on the jukebox at uh, Aberdeen Tap. Bumps yeah. people out. Yeah. So I, think so, I mean, was that the, was that the moment? Like, were you like? Was that when you got the bug? Was Kiss? Yeah, I would say probably. Yeah, that's definitely when I got the bug. And the thing about the boots, there is nothing more true than that. And I, we were in Karen, Karen Shea's mom. Uh, we would go there for lunch uh, when I was in grade school. And Karen Shea's mom. And so we put and we put on shows and we put on a Kiss show, and no makeup or anything. Where you know we had forty five minutes of lunch from uh, grade school. Mm -hmm. But I remember she had a, a thing of red yarn. And you know, the, you know, like that little plastic thing that's on the middle of the thing of yarn. Do you remember those? Yeah. yeah. So my, I crammed the, I crammed the red yarn down my, down my throat, and, and then put the, <laughs> and then, and then I put the plastic thing that little plastic tooth there on my, on my muscles like I was gonna bust out of them, and then I spit the yarn to beat spit blood like Gene Simmons. Right. And that, I mean, I, and I was probably like, I must have been third grade probably at that point so, it's yeah. kind of like that that velvet painting you've got of, of gene simmons inside yeah the yeah bar. That, yeah albert Ugardi did that one for me yeah well the, the best part of, all over it, yeah the best part of the double door show was herb was uh, determined to breathe fire uh, oh but, right but this was post great white the post no no great it, was, white it was was it great white or was it e2 it was one of them no it was great white Great White. okay yeah, and so there was absolutely no fire breathing anymore at Double Door. Yeah, and uh, I would have but, still done it, but Sean Moroni's our buddy, so I told him I wouldn't do it right, inside. Go right. Ahead, so, but Herb's like, I'm still going to do it. So when it comes time during Firehouse, Herb goes outside <laughs> yeah, right. where no one can through, see him. Yeah, through a through like the mo most densely packed house ever. Right. Yeah. Through through the audience, goes outside, breathes fire, and then. Oh, and think, I'm going to do it again. And then breathes <laughs> fire again. And then comes back inside. Well, it's like, you know, looking at everybody like, did you see what I did? And it's like, no, no nobody did. saw what you did. Well, no, but that's what's so cool. That video I told you that I just found upstairs, whoever shot that video follows me outside for the fire breathing. So it's right. I think Damon followed you outside. Oh, was it Damon? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not yeah, get that into was, that. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I would say that was, yeah, Kiss probably was the turning point uh, somewhat. But I always, you know, I always was a fucking dork and a spaz and an attention hound. Even probably uh -huh. before that, yeah. <laughs> attention hound. Um, and a lot, a lot has changed. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, anyway, there's that. So then you, you start playing uh, in Rights of the Accused. Yeah, so I was roadieing, and then they they kicked out. Um, Jay had Jay Younger had already left, and it was Wes and from White Mike. Zombie. Jay Younger from White Zombie. Was yeah, there. yeah. Jay Younger from White Zombie was the original guitar player of uh, Right okay. Excuse, and he did he did the one finger open tuning, which was with the five string one finger open tuning, which was yeah, really yeah. wild. Like Keith back then. 
he didn't do it in white zombie but um so yeah so they kicked out anthony and tom faulkner was playing bass at the time and uh Brian was roadieing too. So Brian was already a drummer. He's like, yeah. And then Mike goes, Herb, go buy a bass. <laughs> and, and I remember Ken Wagner, Ken Wagner in Detroit found me uh, a Hamer, a Hamer Explorer copy bass for 300 bucks that we bought you know, from a buddy of ours at a, at a music store in Detroit. And he just shipped it to me in Madison and Wes started showing me the songs. And, uh, and I still so you guys suck. were going to school still, when you started I playing. I still suck. I still so guys, about that shitty. So you guys were, were going to school in Madison. Yeah, yeah, we were going to school in Madison at the time. That was our second year. That that apartment, we did a photo shoot in that apartment, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, you guys messed it up to me, try and look rock and roll. I was like, we did not touch one fucking thing. Like, that's how much of a <laughs> shithole it was. And, it was the, and I remember, so uh, O'Connell and Rob Schwager, uh, Another one of our roadies who's like, a, he's a big time uh, artist now. He's the one who did those TARDIS posters recently. Yeah. Anyway, um, he, uh, Mike and, and uh, Rob would come up and we were, we had to call a truce. We were like doing this, like we did, we're doing jackass like long before jackass and not getting paid for it. But we would mm. do just horrible shit to each other and to ourselves. And so mm. um, <laughs> of that apartment, I remember Mike had taken a craft single, like American cheese single, and he put it on all the light bulbs and all the lamps, like wrapped it around. And we never bothered, we never bothered to clean it up. So this, there was this lamp, and of course the lampshade had been taken off. And so there was just an, a shadeless lamp and a, and a bulb with a slice of American cheese that was dried up, like and hard on it. And we just left it there. All we would have had to do was just go like that. And nope, not doing it. What um, about the one where uh, you woke up and there was, uh, you oh, guys were on tour. Right, so the accused was on. <laughs> Brian St. Clair. I hope Brian St. Clair is watching this or listening to it, <laughs> asshole. Okay, so we're again. So something about the late '80s in New York. We were always on ecstasy. Somebody, and that was when it was good. So it was a glorious time. It was a glorious time. So we ended up at some record company party on a fucking. Uh, a military, you know, like a, an aircraft carrier. So by in, the time the, this is going on, you guys are signed to like, what, what BMG? Well, I, no, I, yeah, we, the, I think this was maybe before that. This was when we were, what, there was one year where we were like the darlings of the new music seminar because Jody Carrillo was in love with me and she ran it. She booked it. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we used to stay at her house and stuff. But anyway. Um, Mimbo. So <laughs> oh, she was actually super cool. But anyway, yeah. um, so we end up at this party on an aircraft, a record company party on an aircraft carrier in the harbor. And I remember I'm walking Sounds along right. the thing and Dave Fry, our manager at the time, says, he goes, Herb, you have to open your eyes if you're going to walk or you're going to fall overboard. I was like, fuck you. No, I don't. Anyway, so um, where were we go where were we going with that one? I'm, I lost it. <laughs> What was the first God. Oh, the shit. No, Brian. Yeah, fucking Brian. Okay. So we're staying at um we're staying at the Park Central Hotel. And uh I it, it, this is a good lead up to this story. So I had been banished, you know, we never had any money for more than one hotel room. So it was me and Brian in one bed and Wes and Mike in another bed. And so uh -huh. I had been banished to the floor because I lived with my girlfriend at the time. We were on the road and because Brian woke up and I was like cuddling him and kissing his arm. <laughs> So he totally freaked out. He totally freaked out, and I got banished to the floor. And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's fair. I would probably be bummed too." And so, so I'm sleeping in between the beds at this thing. And I, and like I said, it was a horrible night. We're on all kinds of fucking drugs, and uh, not a horrible night. It was a great night. But I wake up, and oh no, I, I'm not. 
Wes wakes up first, and I wake up to Wes going, poop on the floor, poop on the floor, poop on the floor, poop on the floor. And I'm like, what? And I wake up, and it's at my fucking feet, and I've been, like, kicking it. And my sock, I, I fell asleep with my socks on. I've been, I've been kicking, so there's, like, poo all over my fucking socks. And... And I'm like, and and I have, I've had like shit problems my whole fucking life. I mean, I'm the shitter. So I just assumed it was me. You know, I was like, uh, and I took the fucking blame. I cleaned it up with the room service menu. They're all yelling up. at you. They're like, Herb, you shit on the floor. Right. And I, and well, I, 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 get, I guess like, I did. So I, I probably did. So I scooped it up with the room service menu, threw in the toilet, and then I stuck the room service menu up in the uh, up in the drop ceiling tiles. Yeah, of um, course, one last joke exactly. on the people right, paid to you. clean up after you. Uh, yeah, right, that's, that. in hindsight, that's terrible. Um, but, uh, so, uh, not the dumping jizz on people's head, that's fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> no. So anyway, I, so that, that was the story, so I, I stood on the floor, I assumed, motherfucker brian st Clair, who was our drummer at the time and was you know in in local age for a long time too afterwards motherfucker where i forget we're in a van so i don't know why we were in a van together maybe with you i, I can't remember but he like eight years later he fucking <laughs> fesses up that he shat on the fucking floor on purpose Fucking cunt. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> I hope you're listening. <laughs> so did he just start laughing? And you're like, what? What yeah. are you laughing well, no, at? No, it, it's one of those weird old things. Like um, again, it was like six or eight years later, and I remember I was in the back of a, of a van, and he was in the, either driving or in the front seat, and he just kind of out with it. You know, he's like, I got a confession to make. You know, I, <laughs> motherfucker. And I mean, it's a pretty funny joke, but and not that I, and obviously I totally deserved it per the rest of my stories. That's um, like a scene out of a horror movie. It's like, remember yeah, right. when you shat on the floor? Well, it was me. Cut this, Ben. <laughs> so, so, unsu- uh, so surprisingly, Right to the Cues broke up. Yeah, yeah, we broke. We, you know, we had a. We were on the road for a long time, and that record didn't really sell that well. And it doesn't stand the test of time. There's a few good songs. Um, it sounded really good. Jay O'Rourke produced it. We did that record at Royal Recorders, you know, which was on the grounds of the old Playboy Club in Lake Geneva. And that was cool. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, Jay O'Rourke produced it. And God, what was the engineer's name? He was a good dude. I can't remember. We were drunk all the time. Um, <laughs> I remember Wes and I, it, we, I discovered that in Wisconsin oh, yeah, on Sundays, if you buy beer in it, it can only sell 3-2 beer in uh I don't know if it's still true now, Ben, but they only could sell three, two beer on Sundays in the, uh, in the grocery store. So Wes and I got a case of beer and drank it, you know, in like an hour and we're like, why aren't we fucking drunk? And that was why. Mm -hmm. So you learn something new every day. So when did, uh, when did beer nuts start? Uh, Okay. The band beer nuts. So we decided we were right. Secures were on the brink of breaking up. I think we broke up in 92 and then maybe did a couple bullshit, you know, uh, reunions like you know for a couple bucks shortly after that. before we get into that like what was what was what was the attitude of people in chicago towards rights to the accused um uh during that whole you know period well there was the you know the punkers because they we grew our hair long and they said we were going metal so some of the punkers hated it people that like people that like to have a good time liked us and people that didn't didn't <laughs> you know i mean it's that it's simple as that and when i say like it's hilarious because of all the stories that we have very few of them have to do with the show or the music or any of it. You know, they, we were right. we were much more beloved as people than we were as a band. I'll say that, uh-huh. and I, I use beloved, uh, beloved, 
loosely. But um, yeah, it was, you know, a, a pe- but we didn't care. We did not care what anyone thought, to be honest. Yeah, uh, O'Connell right. did, but I didn't. Um, How many times did you see uh, Rise of the Keys, Gabe? I've seen Rise of the Keys plenty of times. I don't remember exactly where and when, but, uh, you know, when I was young and driving to the city from the burbs and coming sure. around, you guys were opening up all the time. Sure. Yeah, we, they, they gave us a lot. We, we'd get a lot of good opening slots at Metro. Shanahan always hooked us up. Um, and before I was in the band, I mean, you know, those guys played with everybody uh, as far as early punk rock shit. Um, but yeah, so we broke up in 92 and kind of scraggled for probably into 93 and the beer nuts had already formed and Dan field, Dan field played bass. Dan, who's like a big time music manager guy now, like he, I don't know. He, he managed, I know he was managing Chris Cornell for a while. I don't know. Anyway, hmm. another dead guy. How'd that work out? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not that great. Apparently those child molesters got to him. Um, wasn't that the theory that, you know, that he was murdered? Yeah, yeah and, that was the theory. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, and we just, Wes and I decided we loved the Beer Nuts because, you know, they're because of their songs. And uh, and then, yeah, we broke up and then uh, Dan Field left and Joe was like, because yeah, he knew I was a fan. He's like, you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And uh, so the Beer Nuts started with. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was not a founding member of the Beer Nuts. Yes. Oh, I yeah. thought. I thought yeah, was, no, I thought most were... most of the classics were already written. It woke up tied up. Uh, I helped write with him. He did the words of the music. But um, but yeah, most of the classics were already written. So it was easy. He came over to my house. He showed me the signs. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I know. Uh, yeah, it's I a good record. Know. That is a good record. That 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 record stands the test of time better than that. Right. Yes. To, the record, to be honest, it does. Is that um, on Spotify? No, you can't. God, I, I, well, we're talking about re-releasing on Liars Club Records if I can ever get that shit together. Um, but uh, no, you can't. You can't find Dick. I, I have like the last. I have the, the three last remaining rap CDs are in the office right now at, at the, in the basement. Um, but no, you can't. And I should get it on something. But I think Fry owns the masters, and nobody wants to deal with it. I don't know. Right. Um, so I mean, you guys did a couple weeks with us. Yeah. Um, when we were touring, that was failure. That was mighty nice of you. Mm-hmm. That was the I was still in the tour bus days too. You guys had a bus, didn't you? I think on that tour. Yeah, yeah. I think we. Well, we. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we I think I weaseled my way onto that onto that bus instead of the van with no heat that we were touring in. That I that I, what do you that I bought by the way and was never reimbursed for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys showed up oh, uh, for that first day, oh. and I remember that just the the door of. The, the back doors of the van opens and you all just stumble. Yeah. You, you just all fall because out we had of it. Played, like Cheech and Chong yeah, It movie. was like a Cheech. <laughs> we, we had played Coney Island High the night before. Was, was that the fucking, uh, the streaking gig? Was it uh, Water, Water Street Music Hall? Was that, uh, yeah, it was in, uh, where the one, the one where Wes and I streaked and they got us in the room and Wes told them to fuck off. No, I think that's when we were on tour with uh, Veruca Salt. Oh, really? When you and Wes went streaking. No. Yeah. I don't think so. I think I think it was that gig because that was yeah. It was definitely what what town was Water Street Music Hall? I mean, Wes wasn't Wes wasn't with you. I think he was with Wes you. Didn't come out. No, at, okay, point, maybe, Wes maybe wasn't right, with us yet. Right. But um, where is Water Street Music Hall? Somewhere in upstate New York. I think it was the same place. Um, yeah, no, that was uh, that was when we were on tour with Avruka. Okay, I don't know. 
And and the guy, I remember after the show, the the, the owner like gets me in the back, and he's got you guys. And we're back both there. naked. And he's we're, bo- we're both naked in the room yeah, with yeah, the security. Both naked. He's yelling at you yeah. guys, and he's like, "There are kids out there, and these fucking jackasses are walking around naked." He's like, "You'll never play in this town again." I go, "I bet you we will." <laughs> well, the best was when we're when it's just me. They they corralled us into this fucking office, wherever, and it's the security and probably that guy, and we're both naked because we had streaked across the stage, and uh and Wes is like. Fuck you! I don't give a fuck. We don't. <laughs> we don't care if we play here ever again, anyway. And I'm just sitting there going, Wes, I'm not fighting naked. I'm not fighting naked. I'm like, stop, stop, stop! I'm not fighting these guys naked. I'm gonna get my sack torn or something That's again. Right. Yeah, and Wes is speaking. For yeah, us. yeah, right, Wes. Uh, we don't, don't want to play here again. Like, we will never play here again. <laughs> who gave you the power of attorney? It was great. After this, and our drummer Leanne, whose name is Dickless. That's her name. The name in the band. Get it. Anyway, her name is Dickless, and I see her autographing Clever. a drumstick, and I, out of the corner of my eye, and she has written Dickles <laughs> with one S. <laughs> she spells Dickles with one S on the drumstick. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> well, well, there would be like a line after the shows, yeah. like people waiting to like get a kiss from Leanne <laughs> yeah, right. and get something signed. So there was all oh. these like kids in line, and she, you know. You remember yeah. that, right, Kate? Yeah, and Dickles. I do remember that. She, she, she was the same no life of the party at the end of the show like that. She looked she looked good you, back then. Nicholas <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. You you guys show up and and it's your your first date on this on this tour. Yeah. And I remember watching the, the sound check. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching you guys check and it, it's just it's a fucking yeah, comedy. Yeah, it is. The whole thing beginning. was a comedy the second we showed up in that band. So you're all all there, and, and who's playing guitar? Kenny Black, I think. Kenny yeah, Black was yeah. playing guitar. So you guys are all there, and the sound guy goes, all right, let, let me get a vocal check. And all four of you at the same time, Jack, 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 Jack. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, all right, j- j- just one person now. And so, and... Then we all did and, it at the same uh, time a second time. <laughs> yeah, and Joe Kelly's mic kept shocking him. And so he's playing and he's like, my old girlfriend, ow. <laughs> Told me she was just, ow. You know, it just wouldn't stop. It never registered that he's getting shocked and he's got to stop doing this. <laughs> so you guys play this sound check and it's, it's hilarious. And then everybody starts to leave and Joe's trying to hang oh, up that, the Beer Nuts banner. <laughs> and he's standing on, on, uh, the drum throne trying to do it and you're there and you're like <laughs> he goes hey herb can you help me out and you go over there and you look and you're just kind of like yeah just turn around and walk away and you turn around <laughs> and walk away and then he kind of looks around and he's herb 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 and he turns and then the stool turns and he goes right into the drums <laughs> and joe's a big he wasn't Falls quite as big then, head but first into the boy. drums yeah yeah and all you can see are his feet sticking up <laughs> behind the drums and the sound guy had left all the mics on so you can hear him do the pa going oh 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 <laughs> funniest thing uh, i've ever seen good. in my life that was a good time thanks for that pal oh it, really well, was. it, it paid off in spades yeah, yeah it did sound check well, i remember and joe kelly would call failure were the the middle band it was us failure and local age and Joe, Joe would just call them Marillion to their faces. <laughs> it was like, hey, hey, Marillion, you guys sounded great tonight. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. And that's how, well, that's how we, you guys. yeah, that's a lifelong friendship. Yeah. Uh, that's when we uh, met Hutch on that tour. Yeah, they all, they all got a kick yeah. out of you. Yeah, it was fun. 
Come on, Gabe. What, what, Gabe, you were you were the boss man. Yeah, Gabe was running the show. I thought, I thought when Joe fell off the thing, there was a there was a line that somebody said something like, "What are you forty? Oh yeah, oh no, he was. He, no, <laughs> that was during the show. We, we were we were walking out to start playing, and we were all wearing that was the the outfit was uh, wife beaters, you know, uh, tank tops, <laughs> white tank tops, and and black dickies. And Joe came out and took off his, you know, starter jacket, and and he's wearing that, and he's got fat. And some kid in the crowd goes, "What are you, forty? <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, shit, I mean, we weren't, you know, how old? What year was that? 90, at the time, it was yeah, a what burn. Was that, 97? 97? Yeah, yeah. 97. Yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah, ninety-seven. So, so he would have been, yeah, he wasn't even thirty yet, or he was maybe thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here I am. And, here I am, fifty-three, and, telling the same stories. <laughs> uh, and and Herb, he starts laughing, and, and and you know rather than like sticking up for Joe, he's like, oh, starts laughing. Goes, did you hear what he said? <laughs> yeah, right. I just <laughs> he said, what are you forty? And like, <laughs> right, you make totally sure get the joke going. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, you people in the back, yeah, you, you missed this. Uh, all you people in the left balcony, <laughs> we uh, hear you. Oh shit! Yeah, that was good. And uh, what el- what else was good was uh, HF Festival. Oh that was, yeah, that, that, that was, was that was the that, that was, was RFK Stadium, right? Epic. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. And what, what did we we stole we stole Jamiroquois golf cart. Remember? And I think that's what that's when we got in trouble. I, we 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 were yeah. we were. How man, is that, that not day, the name of an album? That day we were on like ecstasy, mushrooms, anything yeah, we could get. Our hand. We could oh, find. and that's when I got cut then, off by the nitrous guy. And we, yeah. we we were on Jamiroquai's pot yeah, yeah, too. Right. <laughs> so we That's steal good stuff. we steal Jamiroquai's golf cart because you can cruise around under the stadium in, in golf carts. So we like he gets up and, and, and he's got his purse and they both get and we just hop in it and took it. We got it. We got. I think we got uh, absconded for that. Is that a word? So admonished. We, we, admonished. we got reprimanded. Yeah. We, we got admonished, Ad, reprimanded, admonished, and then and then Wes goes, "That's okay. We don't ever I, want to play I, here yeah. again." I, I am like, Wes, will you after shut up? being admonished. Um, you were gainsaid. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was good. And then so the gig's over, and uh, yeah, we do that. And I remember, I don't know, we were fucking with a lot of people. There was it was a, a big rock and roll fest. Uh, we, we met Debbie Harry yeah. that day, I think. Wasn't that the, that day? Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then we see, you know, it's RFK Stadium surrounded by all these big highways, and we see a carnival going on, like, in the distance, like a mile, mile, maybe not even a mile away, but it, but you, we have to go. Outside of the confines yeah, yeah, exactly. of but the we have to stadium. go. The only way to get there in our minds at the time is to run across multiple highways. So we're, <laughs> we cross the highways, and we're walking to the carnival. Now we're in a big parking lot, and there's a guy selling nitrous balloons for five bucks a pop. So I'm like, okay, we'll take ten. You know, I think there was five or six of us, and we all we all start doing that. Okay, ten more, blah blah, and I just bam, 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 bam. I'm probably giving the guy two hundred bucks or whatever. Excuse me, by that time, and then In, inhaling yeah, nitrous. nitrous, and then the guy goes, yeah. I go, okay, five more, and he goes, nope, and I was <laughs> like, I'm getting cut off by the nitrous guy. So yeah, <laughs> the nitrous guy cut me off. So then we go to the, the go go to the carnival. One of those proud slash yeah. sad yeah, exactly. moments. Proud sad. That could be the that that could be the name of this episode. Proud slash proud sad. sad. <laughs> Lifers losers. Proud slash sad. Gabe, um, I know you got some stories. I know you're, you're you're sitting there. You got something you want to say, right? Uh, I mean, I'm just listening. I, I've heard a lot of these stories before, but 
I don't know if Herb ever knew this, but uh, there was a time when myself, <laughs> and I'm going to bring him up, uh, Damon Ranger, right. and another buddy of ours, we took a trip to, 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 to hang out with the guys on the road when I wasn't touring with them, but we, we started a Deadpool. <laughs> oh, nice. Was I in and it? I don't remember. I don't remember who had you in there, right? but you were on the list. There, yeah, they're losing. They're losing. I'm, I'm going to outlive all of them. I didn't, I didn't put you on, but right. you made the list yeah, in our okay. Deadpool. And uh, you outlasted a lot of them. Oh, yeah. You, you outlasted Scott Weiland, uh, Lane Staley. You, you outlasted a bunch of them. And Good. I wow. think you're going to outlast all of them. Yeah. Because uh, you are like This is terrible. I know, you're a I, horrible person. No, 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 but no. you got you, you can't, you put, you can't put a person that in, you know on oh, your dead list. That. I didn't. But you can't, didn't you can't put me on a list with junkies. That's the problem. You know, I, I've I've never you, done heroin. You will lose. Will do heroin. That's like that's just an unfair slanted pool because those guys were all right. dope shooters, and there's a big difference. Right. You are going to outlast those guys. Yes. Well, yeah, I think I already have. Yeah, if you're betting against you, yeah, you, exactly. you will lose. In a spelling bee. Oh, wow. Or in a dead. This is cold blooded, Gabe. No, I can't. Be- I can't believe. <laughs> yeah, that. Gabe. I am to, hurt to drove, my core. It was. It was actually. It was Mike Rosenquist and Damon Ranger and myself. Wow. And- Dude, it was a you long know, drive. Gabe always pretends to be the good guy, and then you find out he does something <laughs> like yeah, this, and you're like, find out he's a closet Deadpooler. He's stone cold evil. <laughs> yeah, I, this might have been around the time you had your accident, so that's probably right. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that, that was real close. So you weren't rooting for Herb. You you didn't. Right, you weren't think hoping that this was going to be a come to well, Jesus said, moment. He didn't have me in the pool, which I no, appreciate I, I didn't that. Pick Thank him, you. But, but somebody <laughs> picked you. I'm not going to say. Who. Oh, somebody had him in the pool. I think we know who had him in the pool. <laughs> uh, who was in the? Who else was so, in the pool? Who who, who else had? He, he was with uh, Damon Ranger. Oh God. Academy Award winner. He's just Academy wishing death Award on you, Damon Ranger. <laughs> So I mean, we've been on the phone for about an hour and a half. Have we already? Herb, you're, doing, you're doing pretty. For how good. hungover I am, I actually I was gonna have a couple of drinks and I did it, and I'm I'm doing okay. No, no, I'm just you know I, you know I know you think uh, this show. Sucks I don't think it sucks. Whoa, talk I don't think, no, Wait, I don't what? think your show sucks. I think that podcasts kind of suck. All right, now here's and what's I going on. I don't have it. I don't have every the time. For it. Yeah, what, does that mean? Herb, what does that mean? Herb will be like, "What are you doing tonight?" Herb, Herb will be like, "What are you doing tonight?" And I'm like, "Well, I got to record a podcast." It's like, "Oh, really? <laughs> a stupid fucking podcast that nobody wants to I listen to." I did not He's say like, nobody wants to listen to it. He, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be like, "I don't know how anybody fucking listens." Well, to your I, it's podcast. not that bad. It's no. What are you guys? I don't know how about? I can because I am a spaz and a child, and I don't have the attention span. And and you guys, you guys talk slow and you talk a lot. And uh, no offense, but yeah, I I've made it through. I think I made it through part of the one with uh, what's his name Ben's over there. <laughs> no, sorry, Ben. It's not a yeah. um, Did you make it through the one that you were on? Did you listen to? No, the hell no, <laughs> hell no. I made it about seven no, hell no. Um, no, I, I can't. He's like cut I that shit off. I honestly don't have the patience for it. I, yeah, I made it fine. through the one with Troy. Not the whole thing, but part of the one with Troy. Yeah. But yeah, you, and there was the one was the one with, I wanted to hear the one with your dad. I was genuinely interested. And then you guys were like, duh, duh, well, we're going to cut all this out. We're going to cut this out. I'm like, well, why didn't you fucking cut it out? <laughs> I, I never even got to the part when your dad was on it. I'm going to go back and listen to that one because I'm genuinely interested. But yeah, I, podcasts just aren't my thing. Tough crowd. Man. About this guy it, is a tough crowd. Talking about myself sure is apparently. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. What? I don't like your podcast. Hey, you want to do it? Yeah, no problem. What? To Herb, tell us about this Vans thing that that's happening. Oh yeah, yeah. Scott um, Lewis. so Mike, so it's the Wax Tracks radio show. Even though it's not on the radio, it's on Vans Channel sixty six. 
and on the Wax Tracks Twitch channel. And Wax Tracks. What is Van's channel? Is that 66? on Sirius is that XM or something? Channel sixty six on television. No, no, no. It's it's that, that's what it's they sad. call it. It's called it's on it's internet. It's their internet TV show, but it's a I oh. think it's a twenty four hour deal, and it's from all over the world. And so we do. It's a two hour monthly. And Mike, Mike O'Connell and myself host it with Julia Nash, who is Jim Nash, our, our old friend and Jim Nash's daughter who owned Wax Tracks or was the co-owner of Wax Tracks, the, the store and the label. And uh, so we've been doing that after we did those Katie's Kids things and we kind of did that variety show format. They really liked us, liked it. So they asked us to host it. And uh, so the one coming up, I noticed you didn't bring me back to be the producer. Yeah. <laughs> that was that wasn't up to me. I, trust me, I wish you were the producer. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah right. I do. Um, How is this different than a podcast? Uh, because it's uh, it's a TV show. It's it's all video, it's, and we have like a studio. Is this why you started asking me about <laughs> yeah, yeah. this, oh, no, Ben? No. So you could zing no, it. I didn't know. I, I, I asked you TV. about it early, and you're like, "Oh, Herb yeah. will tell us all about it." He knows. Okay, a lot it's more a full on TV I show. I didn't know what the fuck it was. And there's you. there's you know, there's you backdrops and there's a studio and there's a DJ. He's had and it. this this Thursday. Shut up, we're doing... I don't care anymore. Oh, no. you asked the fucking question. I, nothing worse. Wait, than hold... <laughs> now that I've insulted the podcast, I'm out. <laughs> right. Okay, hold on. You don't even. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, it, you made it more confusing. It's what on... the fuck, Van sixty six? Okay, well, what is that? Okay. It, yeah. All right. Let's start from Van sixty six and filmed, let's let it's filmed talk. monthly. It's a two hour show. It's filmed monthly at the House of Vans here in Chicago. Mm. And so are all the old episodes still streaming on the, on the I, channel? The last one, I, th- I, don't, I think only the last one. There's there's two episodes ago that is really fucking funny. Um, but uh, so it's at House of Vans. And this Thursday will be uh, the Nefarious Fat Cats, which is Jake Burns from Sifical Fingers and Scott and John Haggerty from Pegboy and Naked Raygun and Joe Haggerty from Pegboy and Mark DeRosa. And who else? I think that's and Ryan. It's both Ryan. both members of Brooklyn. Um, and we just do kind of uh, you know just a bunch of covers, and we do a couple of stiff little finger songs. And uh, but but we'll be playing live on the show this Thursday, six to eight. And you can watch it on Last the Vans night. channel. But the Vans channel, there's like a few people watching, and they're they're commenting. But if you do it like the Wax Tracks Twitch channel. By the time you try to answer something, like 70 people have already made a comment. Like the Wax Tracks Twitch channel is twitchy. It's like, it's nuts. Yeah, you can't yeah, keep not up. at all. You can't keep up with that stuff. It's a fool's. It is a fool's. A fool's, fool's, fool's errand. Fool's, um, yes. uh, but it's pretty cool. But so people will be able to watch yes, it. you watch we, it live. When, when this airs, we'll yes. have taped it. Yeah, we'll be able to watch it again it. afterwards, yeah. And, the, if, okay. and if it makes you feel any better, Ben, I can't rewatch those. I don't get through those no, either. Fair. So, <laughs> so you're doing a bit, aren't you doing a bit about uh, uh, Al well, Jorgensen okay. re- reading yeah. viewer oh, mail? Dude, I, I wish we could get it up here. So, <laughs> it's we what, originally Julia and Mark wanted me to dress as in all the different incarnations of Jorgensen, starting with the new wave, you know, with the, the headband and the earrings and the cane. And that's that's Ben's favorite incarnation. That's um, yeah, yeah. So. But I didn't want to go like totally. I didn't want to be like totally insulting. Al has always been super cool to us, and uh, he he took us on. He took Right CQs on the road on the whole tour in 1988, like without a record or anything on the land. Got a new record coming out. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's he's going out with helmet. Absolutely, we'll go to that. Um, anyway, so instead of actually, I dressed like the the new wave Al, and the outfit is fucking hysterical. (laughs) But we decided to name me Jordan with a Y. Yeah, because you know, I was going to be, you know, kind of non, nondescript. Uh, 
androgynous and and so julia <laughs> julia nash has, when i think androgynous i think <laughs> yeah, exactly. julia nash has all the old wax tracks fan mail from the 80s so we find we find this fucking with this letter from 1982 and and i i get on and i'm reading it as jordan and I, I felt like Harvey Corman or you know Tim Conway on the fucking Caribbean Nutshell. Like I, I couldn't stop laughing. O'Connell's howling in the yeah. back. Julia and uh, uh, Jill Hopkins was the guest at the time. She's, she's dying. And I'm reading this real letter. And I, I mean, it, I, when I rewatched it, I couldn't believe how fucking funny it was. But uh, in the letter, the the girl's name was Debbie New Wave. K-N-E-W-W-A-V-E, <laughs> Debbie New Wave, and she leaves her phone number, and we gave out, I mean, it's from, actually, but we gave out her phone number in Denver and stuff, and I, I didn't have, I was wearing these goofy pants, so I didn't have my cell phone, I would have called it, but it's, it's but yeah, so we're doing a mailbag segment, although because of the fat cats, and I'm doing that too, we're not doing that segment this week, or uh, this month. Uh, but it's the outfit go back and see if you can find one of the last couple episodes because the outfit's amazing the second time the letter wasn't as funny but it was pretty good mm. yeah maybe it's time to retire that character i don't know those guys seem to really like it but i think it, it wasn't as funny the second time so yeah i'm done but i'm in it's a good bit but, you know what it is funny while you've been while you talk i watch gabe square and it's almost like Gabe has frozen because he's just got this look on his face. He just got this look on his face. He's like, "Oh my God, what is Herb talking about now?" Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Even I'm getting bored. No, no, no. He's just like he's 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 half mortified, right. half disgusted. I'm having, I'm having nightmares Stupefied. about when I was. Yeah. I was I had nightmares about when I was tour managing local H, in like, <laughs> and Herb would show and Herb up. and Wes would be on the bus and they'd be showing us their balls. Yeah, there was a lot of nudity on that. Yes, I, I'd had I, it's it's like a, I had to play almost like a cop with right. you guys, <laughs> and <laughs> but it was fun. Herb was always the life of the party, so it, it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> listen to this guy. He's so diplomatic. Herb's, right. Herb's always I, the life I, of the party, so you know, yeah, that's fun. Potential, and yeah. and he's he's an ex- excellent uh, addition to any uh, uh, dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
think so uh, i don't know um, would you would you like us to like send you a, a cut and then you can you know before we, we post it so you can make sure that you're okay with everything i i don't do i really care i mean I, apparently you do you just called me yeah, yeah. i don't know just, yeah i mean i think too too uh, but who's gonna actually but it's just the people that i know i know who's gonna listen to it no one listens to the podcast right But yeah, I mean, maybe I'll I'll listen to it. No, I'm not gonna. So no, you don't have to. I don't care. <laughs> but but I, I'm just thinking of like to someone who didn't know me, I would come off like such a douchebag. But I don't fucking care. Well, anyway. Gabe doesn't agree. He knows you, and he thinks you came off like a douchebag. What'd you say? Did he, did he really think I came off like a douchebag? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I care. Uh, oh, cool, man. I'll uh, see you. He's shaking his head no. He's saying that he didn't think you were a douchebag. It was a funny story. The whole thing was funny. We're going to have fun with this. Gabe, he can't hear you. <laughs> yes, he can. Yeah, we're on the telephone. Um, anyway, whatever. Uh, but uh, I'll see you tomorrow. I can't get there till like 7.30 because I forgot it's what's his birthday. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. I'll be about 730. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Hey, oh, can we now we post have ending. We got a post song tag. Yes. That's great. Will the liars club get together to pretend that everything is fun where everyone looks perfect and the party's never done till we see the sun see the sun we all know the rules we hit the trend spots and groups of threes and fours and twos where everyone's important and the poison that you choose can't catch up to you 
just your friends Don't frown, don't pout, don't snivel, don't cry Don't cough, don't choke, don't faint, don't die Someone else to love 